If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online Show. We are all back in one place. We've all gotten our July vacations in and caught our breath. And now it's time to really go to work as uh, Big Ten Media Days kicks off in Chicago. It's Thursday, Friday. So uh, we're taping here on Wednesday. We're going to give you uh, just some early thoughts going into the event. I know some of our affiliates air the show uh, later here in the weekend. But um, a lot to look at, guys. Uh, Robin Washett. Nate Klaus. First of all, Robin, you went to Colorado. How you, you have a good little vacation there? It was nice. It was very nice. We took the family out there, went to Estes Park, got a cabin, went hiking, saw some lakes, did the did the whole Colorado thing. So it was a, a good uh, break, getting ready for uh, summer to be over and the grind to begin. And Nate, you went down to um, the Black Hills or up to South Dakota, right? Yeah, up to the Black Hills, so uh, which was also nice. I love the Black Hills, so um, it was good to good to get up there. We um, spent like thirty hours in the car, drove like sixteen hundred miles with a, a five year old and a two year old, and um, and I survived. How many so, Happy Meals did you guys have over that? Uh, surprisingly enough, only one, and <laughs> and there was like there was maybe one minor uh meltdown. meltdown and that was it it's like it could not have gone any better than than what it did ipads dvd players in the car have just totally changed the way you can travel on those we, we went to minneapolis uh, mall of america and, and hit up that stuff over uh the weekend and, and got back and it was a six hour seamless drive as well but i'm ready to get to work guys let's talk big 10 media days and the first thing i want to get to the initial unofficial official media poll. The Big Ten doesn't put out their own official one anymore because we live in this hurt feelings world where coaches and whatnot got mad years ago that their teams are picked last in the conference or whatnot. So the league does not endorse and sponsor a preseason poll. I think they're the only conference that doesn't do that. So years ago, the Cleveland Plain Dealer uh, put together their own poll, and they, I believe, get about two writers from each team. So it's a very balanced poll. It's not all one team. And anyway, Nebraska picked to win the Big Ten West. Uh, they are tied with Iowa for first place votes, but edged Iowa out 198 to 194 and a half um, based on second place votes they had over Iowa. Then Wisconsin's your third team. They had four first place votes. Northwestern got one. Purdue got none. Minnesota got one first place vote, but picked sixth. And then Illinois was the unanimous team 
at number seven in the East, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State, Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers. Michigan got 20 of the 34 first place votes. But Nebraska now, Robin, there's been five kind of preseason polls put out. Nebraska's picked to win the West in four of the five right now. Yeah, which kind of goes right in line with uh, the love they've been getting from Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are expecting year two under Scott Frost to be a significant step in the right direction. And uh, as we've talked about plenty of times, there are a lot of reasons why uh, you would buy into that. And, uh, you know, we've mentioned that, you know, even doing our uh, I remember the the spring recaps, the opponent spring recaps, talking to other beat writers, um, everyone talked about how they expect Nebraska to be a completely different team from what they were last season. And so I think that's reflected in this type of voting. Um, and one of the things that, you know, jumped out to me, you know, with, with the voting, especially with the big 10 West is, you know, Minnesota's the what six out of seven, and you could easily make the case that they could win the division in some divi- in some cases. Well, their uh, their football power index record is number one in, in the Big Ten right now, according to ESPN's yeah. metrics. And so that I mean that's your second to worst team in the division, which shows just how big of a toss up uh, this entire division is outside of Illinois. I mean, I think everybody knows Illinois is probably going to be dead last, but one through six: Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Purdue, Minnesota. You could make an argument for any one of those teams to win the division, and it's going to be hard to dispute it. Where home field, I think, matters in a year like this. And guess what? Who has the second, third, and fourth place teams in this division all in Lincoln? Nebraska. So there you go. I mean, Nate, what's your thoughts on the poll? Well, two things that stand out to me are that I think the the perception of having an elite quarterback, I mean, I I don't care how many starters Nebraska lost on offense or defense it doesn't matter if if you have a guy like Adrian Martinez coming back I think the perception is is that you should be pretty darn good um, you know heading into the season and then the other thing is is just how wide open it it really is I mean when you when you look at the numbers um, like Robin said you, you can you can legitimately make a case for anybody outside of Illinois to to make you know, to, to win the West and represent the West in, in Indianapolis for the for the Big Ten title game. So, um, you know, I, I also found it interesting that there were two riders that actually picked Nebraska to win it all uh, when they when they when they predicted, you know, who's OK, who's going to win the West, who's going to win the East and then who's going to win the title game. There were two two riders that predicted Nebraska to win it all. Hmm. Nebraska and they, they have the archives here since 2011 in 2011, if you can believe this, Nebraska was the the pick to win the Big Ten. That was the first year they wow. were in the conference. They were, it was one of those deals where Nebraska was number nine, Wisconsin was number ten, Ohio State was the Big Ten did not have an elite team. Michigan was still rebound, rebounding. Brady Hoke was coming into his first season, I believe that year, first or second year, he placed Rich Rodriguez. But Michigan was, you know, Nebraska was picked to win it that year. They, they they have not been picked to win it, obviously, since Ohio State has been picked to win it four years in a row. This will be the first time Michigan has been picked to win the league since 2012. Wow. Yeah, and they got 20 first-place votes, which is far and away the most. And uh, Phil Steele picked them to go undefeated <laughs> this year. So, I mean, uh, talk about hype. And you think Nebraska is getting a lot of love. Michigan is getting tenfold. And what's funny is you talk about Nebraska having the easiest path to get where they want to be, Michigan might have one of the most difficult schedules, not only in the Big Ten, Notre but Dame. in all of college football. Yeah, Notre Dame, Army, uh, a Middle Tennessee uh, team that went, I think, 
seven, five, eight, and four, something like that last year. So, uh, I mean, they got a tough road ahead. Now, I think the, the issue is they get a lot of their big games at home as well, including Ohio State. So, um, you know, they too have a returning quarterback, Shea Patterson, who is up there um, as one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. So, there's there's a lot of reason to buy into the Michigan hype. But, uh, you know, certainly Ohio State. Um, they've had their number, and this is going to be the Ryan Day's first test to see uh, how he can hold off Jim Harbaugh. And I think this is a big year for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, yeah. expectations are higher than they've ever been, and he was already starting to feel the heat a little bit. So, um, obviously, there's a lot of storylines to follow. We'll, we'll get in way more into these uh, as we go on here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot, lots to talk about. Adrian Martinez, Khalil Davis, Muhammad Barry will be in Chicago as well for Nebraska. And I think the biggest – Takeaway Martinez being a true sophomore. I don't know if I mean it's rare to have a second year player. Mississippi's they brought a redshirt freshman quarterback that started four games for them uh, to SEC media days. He'll be their starter this year, so pretty similar in, in that sense. But Martinez, uh, def, I don't think anyone's gonna question the decision at all. I mean, he needs to be in Chicago. I think it's for the betterment of Nebraska football to have Adrian Martinez there no matter how old he is right now. Yeah, credit to Scott Frost for not getting caught up in that thing. That no, a lot no of, seniors. Yeah, this is a senior reward. It's a, it's a reward it's a for award. their career achievement. No, it's bringing in your most high-profile player to represent your program on the biggest stage of the preseason, and that's exactly what he's doing. Scott knows that Adrian Martinez is the face of Nebraska football right now. He is going to be a captain. He's going to be their most prominent figure on and off the field, and you need to showcase him. I mean, why not? Get him upstage and let him talk. The dude is as eloquent and mature uh, and just poised as you're ever going to see, not only for a college football player, but especially so for a true sophomore. And so put him out there. I mean, let the media just go gaga over him, uh, write a whole bunch of feature stories, promote your brand, and have him be, uh, like I said, front and center uh, to push Nebraska, the new era of Nebraska football. Yeah, I mean, he's the reason why you, you're getting first-place votes um, and why publications are out there saying that you're, you're exactly. likely to win the West. So why not get him out and get him exposure and, and kind of, uh, you know, start to start to pump his name up a little bit. I mean, he is the face of your program, and, and I think you want people watching these media days or, or watching an interview on TV and going, holy cow, Nebraska's mm-hmm. got that kid for this season plus – maybe even two more. Um, I mean, he's only a sophomore. I, I think that's that's what you want people saying. Um, you know, and, and it kind of paints a picture of where your future is headed. Because let's be real, guys. I don't think anyone in the world knew really who Adrian Martinez was outside of people maybe in this part of the country until that Ohio State game. I mean, that was a national TV game at 11 a.m. on Fox that had the highest rating of any game that Saturday because Nebraska nearly pulled off an upset in Columbus over the team that eventually won the Big Ten Conference. But until that day, I don't even know very many people probably had Adrian Martinez on the radar. And and so, yeah, I think this is kind of be a real nice springboard for him. And then he opens up the year 11 a.m. after Lee Corso puts on that first headgear. He'll, he'll, he'll take the field on ESPN following Lee Corso on College Game Day on Saturday. And then the next week, he's Fox, national TV, um, you know, 2.30 game. You might have Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt out there. Joel Klatt, a former Colorado buff, so it wouldn't surprise me if they kept him in there to do that game. Um, so I think the, the stage is set for Martinez to have those first two games to really take off, take, get things going. But um, one more final thought? Yeah, I was going to say there's a reason he's one of the top five Heisman Trophy uh 
number four contenders, right now. yeah, in, in all of college football. So, I mean, this, he's going to have every opportunity to uh, raise that profile more and more each week. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue the discussion of Big Ten Media Days. We'll talk about the rest of the conference next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.